You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode number 37, How to Do a House Cleanse. Yay! This is one that we both really like as hearth witches. We love cleansing our homes. Probably to an insane degree. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now, we love cleansing our homes in the traditional mundane sense as well. We like to, you know, well, we don't like to, but we like the after effects of scrubbing shower doors and toilets and mopping floors and things like that. Yeah, I would never say I enjoy scrubbing a toilet, but I like having a clean toilet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so although we obviously do that, that's not the subject of this episode. This That'd episode, be so boring how to clean a toilet. So Listen boring. to us talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this episode is home cleansing in terms of witchcraft. So what that is, is a spiritual cleansing. So most practitioners of magic do some sort of spiritual cleansing. Like we've talked about cleansing your tools and your crystals and everything that you're using, cleansing your space and yourself before you start um, any sort of magical working. And this is the exact same thing of, but it's cleansing the entire home and your personal space of negative energy, excess energies, and any negative spirits. Especially as a new witch, um, when you're just getting used to energy manipulation, it's really important to clean any excess energy from your home. You'll notice a huge difference in your spell work. Um, Cleansing either a ritual space or your home in general. It's very important for beginner witches. I'm not saying it's not important, but you'll notice less stray energy as you develop your practice. Um, It's still important to cleanse, but beginner witches this will make a huge difference for you I promise (laughs) yes and witches in general tend to attract a lot of energies and spirits yes we just seem to have that around more than other people it's the same as think about when you went to a party in college you were not drawn to the person sitting and sulking in the corner. You were there to have fun. So you were drawn to the people that were having fun. Yes. The same way when you are with energy and putting a lot of energy out into the universe, you also then draw in energy and spirits and things that want to work with you. That's just how it is. So it's important to clear that out regularly. And there's nothing wrong with having uh, the additional energy around. You'll just notice that when you're doing spell work, um, and even when you're not keeping your space clean of excess energy or purifying the energy or, um, just making it work better for you, it's going to make a big difference in your day-to-day life and especially in your spell work. So that's why I like to do home cleanses more often than, um, most people. Although I do know people that do more than me. So, I mean, it's all about your comfort level. <laughs> And we wanted to introduce this idea to you now because our next podcast episode next week is for our next Sabbath, which is Maybon. And one of my favorites. Mine too. 
<laughs> and when we were talking about the wheel of the year, if you remember, we talked about Samhain, which is on Halloween, being the witch's new year. Mabon is the last Sabbath before Samhain. So a lot of witches like to use Mabon as a time to do a house cleanse and get rid of all of this negative or stale, stagnant energy to make way for the new year coming in. So rather than doing a house cleanse on Samhain, you do it the Sabbath before, which is Mabon. Yep. And I've always practiced that as well. So I do too. I always do a house cleanse on Mabon. I do them fairly regularly. I like to do them, I think, more than most witches because I do sometimes do painful working, painful magic like we talked about. And I am at a point of no return with my neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) I told Tara I am going to do a spell to make the neighbors realize that this is not the home for them. This is not the place for them. And they need to move out and move on to someplace that is more suited for them. So I thought before I do any sort of workings against my neighbors that I need to make sure my own home is in order. So I, you know, want to cleanse it and put up the protections. We will talk about protections in an upcoming episode also. But yes, before I did that, I was like, this is a good time to clean out my home. (laughs) It is. It actually really, really is. (laughs) I do mine quarterly. I try and do them around um, the Sabbath. Um, So that's why I do mine more than some people do. But again, I know someone that does a house cleanse uh, at least monthly, if not more. So I don't do it that often. (laughs) But I do them at least quarterly. So let us jump into exactly how you can do a house cleanse. You know what we're talking about. And we'll talk about some different methods, different things that you can do. And some of them will be a lot easier than others. In which case you could do it a lot more often. Yeah. I don't do a full everything every time um, because it doesn't need it. So, yeah. So the idea is to remove all these things So you want to be as thorough as possible. Yes. So because of this, most home cleansings, regardless of the methods that we're going to talk about, are all done in a very specific way. You always start at the top of the house and move to the bottom of the house. You also start at the back and move to the front. And you finish house cleansings at the front door. So if you have a traditional house of two floors, you start at the back of the top floor cleanse all the way across the top floor to the stairs, cleanse down the stairs. You then travel from the back of the ground floor across the front of the ground floor and finish out the front door. So you are pushing all of that negative energy out the front door and into the streets to remove it from your property. Now, it's a little different if you're confused because you have a different layout. So Tara, for example, is in a condo. It's mm-hmm. a single floor and she's on the fourth floor. Yep. So what she would do is actually start at her back guest room and work through the rooms off of that hallway and then sweep around her living room and actually go out her balcony door because that is the door that exits to the outside. Even though there's no you know, stairs or anything going out, if she pushed it out her technically front door, it just goes and sits in the hallway. So and- she would want to go out her balcony door to actually get it out (laughs) and with that the way it's set up I always do start in the back guest bedroom 
um, because that's the least used room in my house. And so then I push it into the hallway and then I go into my back bathroom and go through my bedroom and then meet in the hallway. And then I move forward in the hallway so that all it's kind of like when you're sweeping and you have dust and you put it up to a point and then you come on the other side and then you force it out of the way. So that's how I've always done my house cleanses while living here. Exactly. You don't want energies lingering in a no. room that you missed and you don't want to have to go back on yourself. So Never. this is the way that <laughs> is easiest to get it. So for me, I live in a traditional Chicago style bungalow. bungalow. So there's a finished sort of attic space. There's a ground floor, but the ground floor isn't exactly on the ground floor. There's like six steps to get up to the main level in a house in Chicago. And the basement then isn't completely underground. The ceiling of the basement is actually about three or four feet above ground. Yes. So what I actually do is start at that, that attic space, that top floor, uh, again, back to front, top to bottom, out the front door, but I go all the way across down those stairs. And then I do the main level, start at the back and come towards the front and push it out the front door. And then the bottom basement level has its own door. So I do that completely separately. And in that case, I start at the front because the back door actually is pointed towards the back. So I start at the front of the house and push everything out that back door. It's a completely separate spot. So there are a little ways you can tweak it. But again, it's just like Tara said, cleaning dust. You don't want to go back on over yourself. You don't Mm -hmm. want to miss something. So it's this pattern to push it all out the door. And once you start, um, you'll find either the first few times you do it, you'll notice either things you missed or you're backtracking. So you will find a rhythm, but it will take a couple of times generally. Um, Because I know when I first did my first cleanse here, I forgot my closet. I have a walk-in closet and it's parallel to the bathroom. So once I was done with the bathroom, I did my bedroom and then I had to backtrack to do my closet. So now I know when to fit that in the pattern. Um, You want almost to think of it as a continuous line and you want to hit all the rooms. So where you start, it's almost like, think of it almost as like a maze and you're just going to try and hit all the rooms without backtracking to get it out. It's also important to open the windows as you do this, especially if you are doing smoke cleansing because smoke lingers and you don't want any of that to stick around. And also if you don't open the windows and you don't open the door, this Spirits are basically playing parkour. So it <laughs> just got to get it out. Open the windows, open the door so they can't just jump around. Yes. You don't want to create a vacuum of negative space without. Yeah. You just want to open the windows. <laughs> <laughs> Even without smoke. It's important. It's very helpful. So finally, let us get into the different tools or methods that you can use. And we'll tell you about what we use. The first and most common is, of course, smoke bundles. And smoke bundles can be sage, rosemary, lavender. Um, They can also be Palo Santo, but Palo Santo only gets rid of negative energy. Sage is completely cleansing. It wipes the slate clean. But a lot of people who are in older homes have spirits that they work with that live there that they're happy with. And in that case, they would use something like Palo Santo because it's only getting rid of negative and they're not trying to push out the good spirits that they like that live there. Then they don't want to completely cleanse that space. Palo Santo is better 
for that. Well, and I found that lavender, if you have spirits that you're actively working with and you have a relationship with, lavender won't push them out. Um, but if you have spirits that are in your home that you're not actively working with, but they're not harming you and you don't really care if they stay, then I would not use lavender. <laughs> Well, all you have to do with a smoke bundle is light the end of the bundle until you see it turn red and then you blow it out and you sort of waft the smoke around a space using your hand is perfectly fine. You just make sure that you have a dish underneath since they leave ash. Yes. You just want to keep relighting it and then stamp it out when finished. And if you need a visual of what that looks like, there are tons of tutorials on YouTube. And something I found that's usually pretty helpful is relight it in each new room. Yes. You can also use loose herbs or incense in the exact same way that you would use a smoke bundle. You would just use a cauldron instead. I do which, this all the time. <laughs> yes. If you have a small one, smaller one like Tara does that's easily held and carried around, then that can be a great system. Yep. And I move it room to room and yeah, it works very, very well. You can also use cleansing sprays. You would use those same herbs, but in a spray form and you would use the same top to bottom, back to front, out the front door system. You can also use salt water, but you want to be careful with salt water because it obviously can damage surfaces. Yes, it can leave some very obvious stains. All you do is take a bowl of hot water, add salt as much as will dissolve, let it cool, and then sprinkle around in that same format. Um, it's not as potent a cleanser as the ones that we've talked about, but it's good in a pinch. Yes. I would say if you don't have a lot of excess or negative energy, this is a good one to do if you're going to do them more often. Um, it's not like a deep cleanse. It's more like a monthly or it, it's a lot easier, but it's not as thorough, like you said. Florida water is another option. Florida water is very commonly found in hoodoo traditions, and it is a clone that's named after the location of the Fountain of Youth. So that's why it's Florida, like the state of Florida. Love and uh, we will have on our Patreon today, as you're listening to this, it's already live on Patreon, a recipe for making Florida water yourself, if you are interested in that, of what goes into it. And it does, it's heavy on the bergamot, so it smells like men's cologne. So I don't uh, like it for that reason. <laughs> yes. Some, some people really love it. It's very powerful for cleansing. A lot of people like to use it. Uh, just to cleanse an altar space, but it's good if you have hardwood floors, but not unsealed hardwood. If you have unsealed hardwood, you probably already know not to put water on it. Don't but do that. Yeah. If you have sealed hardwood floors, this is good. All you have to do is mix one tablespoon of Florida water into a bucket with a liter of water and then use that same format, uh, top to bottom, back to front, out the front door. Please do not make it a drinking game every time I say that because you're going to die. <laughs> I really hope that if someone does make a drinking game out of these episodes, you really do share it with us because we would play. <laughs> so this Florida water method will only work if you have all flooring. It will obviously not work if you have carpet, but it's good for cleansing because the smell and the energy linger for a long time afterwards. But again, you have to like the smell of men's cologne. And it is nice because the way the smell lingers, it really helps reinforce um, your intention and in cleaning out and moving on. And so that is helpful. It's like a physical reminder of your spell work. You can also use an herbal floor wash that is very similar to the Florida water 
floor wash, but you can use rosemary, sage, bay leaves, any of those cleansing type things and do that the same way. I do this with rosemary and I think it works really well without the strong men's cologne scent. It doesn't last as long, the smell, but. If you have carpet, you would use what's called a carpet sweep, which is baking soda and salt with powdered herbs or oils in it. The same scents that we talked about. And all you have to do is sprinkle that on the carpet in the same direction, top to bottom, back to front, out the front door. (laughs) Uh, Let it sit for at least 10 minutes and then vacuum it up thoroughly. Be careful of the oils you use. Some will mix with the baking soda to make um, like a clay and it'll jam your vacuum. Yes. Very light on the oils. If yes. you're going to use <laughs> Just saying from personal experience, be careful there. And the last one, which is the one that I use, is to use your besom. Always we- use your besom. <laughs> we talked about besoms and traditional witchcraft tools. Those are brooms. And besoms are used for the physical motion of sweeping out the home, but the actual bristles don't touch the floor. Yes. So besoms are particularly useful if you have kids or pets, which I do, and or if you just don't like smoke or scents, which I've also mentioned that I am very sensitive to incense I don't like. I, I love incense. Yeah, <laughs> Tara does. Fire. Um, I will use rosemary bundles but again I prefer not to have smoke or a lot of scents or anything and I do have Hawkeye who gets into everything so I don't like using floor washes because they'll just leave little doggy paw prints everywhere so besom is my preferred method and besoms I also find is one of the easiest because it's just making that sweeping motion without ever hitting the floor I can do it relatively often get through my whole house with a besom does not take that long Mm-hmm. So those are all of the different ways. And you can also, once you've done a home cleansing using one of these methods, you can also set up passive home cleansing. Which are amazing. Lazy Witchcraft 101. Yes, we love Lazy Witchcraft. So much greatness there. The first way is to place crystals over your doors. In the top 10 crystals episode, we talked about both smoky quartz and black tourmaline as being ones that collect negative energy. So if you place either of those over your doorways, especially the front door, it will connect, collect the negative energy of anybody coming through that doorway. So if you have guests or anything, or even your own negative energy when you go out into the world and deal with people and come back feeling negatively, that will absorb your own negative energy. You just have to remember to cleanse them first before you place them up and also cleanse them regularly since they are collecting and storing that energy. You want to clear it out relatively often. Yeah. uh, I would recommend at least monthly clear it out depending on who you have coming in or what you're doing, how many uh, negative energy sources it has to collect from. Uh, But this is a great way to keep your home relatively free of negative energy, excess energy. It also Um, If you don't like to do a full house cleanse all that often, this will cut down on the need to do a full house cleanse. So highly recommend. You can also leave out small dishes of salt or Florida water in the room. 
Um, Florida water, again, if you like that scent, you're definitely going to smell it. It will linger. So a lot of people like to just leave a small dish of that in a room to absorb negative energies or dishes of salt. And if you have been a Patreon subscriber, you will have already seen that we have on that channel. I did a protection salt bowl, which I like to do relatively often. Mine is sea salt, black salt, a couple of other things. There's a crystal in there. So definitely subscribe to our channel if you want to see how you make a salt bowl for protection for your home. And hers are very pretty. Just a heads up. They're very pretty. I like to make them pretty. (laughs) And the last way to set up passive house cleansing is to use salt on your windowsills. Black salt is the best option for this, but all salt will work. Be aware, however, um, I have very large windows throughout my condo, which I love most of the time, but uh, my small, small dog can reach the windowsill. So I do not put anything on the windowsill that he might get into. And he's not very smart and he would get into black salt. So just be (laughs) aware of any pets, small children. Um, I also puppy sit sometimes. So just before you go with that option, this is why I like the um, crystals over doors so much. No one's reaching that. (laughs) Very true. So do be aware of whatever method you use has to work with your lifestyle and household. Um, Same as with whatever you use to cleanse in general, but especially with the passive, because you, if you're anything like me, once it's set up, you're going to forget about it day to day until something happens. So, (laughs) Yes, I set up the salt bowl I like having them and I put some herbs in them so they keep on smelling nice so I like doing that and I have it up on a higher shelf so I cannot reach it but I do regularly use my besom and clean out any sort of stale or stagnant energy that's just hanging around crystals over doors just because I am very short as we mentioned in a previous episode and I might not see them I set a reminder in my calendar to charge them on the full moon. So they get cleaned out and all of that monthly. Good idea. Just to make sure, because I can't see that high all the time, AKA ever. (laughs) Well, that is all we have for you for cleansing methods. Hopefully you found something on this list that you like and you are ready to give it a try for Maybon. We will have more on Maybon next week, more ways that you can celebrates besides just cleansing your home but it's one of our favorite ways so yes hopefully you found this episode helpful to cleanse out your own home get ready for Maybon, get ready for Samhain and new year and all of that fun stuff yes and don't be afraid to mix and match some of these items on the list um if you make the florida water and then you don't like it use the herbal floor wash like different way you can use a uh combination of some of these because I like the incense but then I also use the besom so I do multiple um if I'm doing more of a deep cleanse as it were um so just wanted to throw that out there it's not a one and done unless you want it to be (laughs) so definitely let us know on Instagram leave us a voicemail or comment on the blog which way is Yes, or email. Comment and let us know which way is your favorite way to do a home cleansing. Or if you do something completely different, we always are looking for new knowledge. So absolutely. And that is all we have for you this week. We will see you next week.
Bye. Follow us on Insta. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.